Thanks for listening to the Kim Commando Today podcast. While we make some changes and rearrange some stuff around here, here's a replay for your enjoyment. So every once in a while, I get these emails from LinkedIn where they tell me, like, I am qualified for extra jobs. And so I'm sitting there going, like, you know, if this radio thing doesn't work out, sure. I have to keep my options Always open. Always have something to fall yeah. back on. Okay, so here are five jobs that I got this morning that I'm qualified to do. Uh, number one, at ABC 15 here in Phoenix, a non-news host. Oh, okay. burn? <laughs> what, what is that? Uh, the entertainment news. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. You can't handle real news. But. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, uh, number two, I could be the head of the Varsity Boys soccer coach team in Surprise, Arizona. Surprise? She knows nothing about soccer. <laughs> That's not going to work. in the world qualified you for that? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. okay. The third one is I could be a chess tutor in person for varsity tutors. <laughs> Have you ever been a tutor? No. Have you ever played chess? Yes, I actually oh, did. She got into okay. chess. Yeah. Yes. You know, Barry and I play chess and it and what happens is it just totally befuddles him because he plays chess like all day at chess.com. And then so do I, I. Okay. Then I come in there and I just I just Whip his butt, and he so, doesn't understand. Like, because I don't know any of the rules. I'm just she's totally chaotic. That's what yes. it is. Yeah, you're not like doing, you know, Bishop to the the Birkenstock formula. No. You're just going crazy. Yes, I'm like, you know what? You're gonna die. That's all it is. I'm taking everyone down. Okay, it's just vengeance. Now, this one is most interesting to me. Okay, um, at the Spectrum Retirement Communities, sure. this is an on-site position in Chandler, Arizona. I could be the director of entertainment and programming. Whoa. <laughs> do it. You sure could. <laughs> what do you think? The commute to Chandler might be yeah, too that's far. Might person, be too much. That's true. Okay. I live right down the street. I could maybe apply for that one. You should. Um, You're actually not qualified. So. Oh, man. Yeah. And finally, this. This one says it all. I mean, you know, think about this. I went to college, I had right. a degree in computer science, um, in the National Radio Hall of Fame, uh, you know, self. Uh, business owner, no debt, no investors, you know. And so think about everything that has happened in my life, right? This is the epitome of my career right here. <laughs> the pinnacle. This might be it. You ready? Ready. I could be a host at Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> could be. There's no guarantee, but you could be. If she, inter- if she interviews well, we don't know. If she took that job, she'd own Longhorn within uh, three to four weeks. <laughs> yes, she would. We're not serving steak anymore. I just don't like it. It's also yes. commando horn now. <laughs> yes, just wanted to let you all know. Things are changing. Those That, that potato's all gotten way too much cheese. Okay, we need to cut it's back. It's just tuna and salads from now on. <laughs> That's it. Raw tuna. Uh-huh. That's all. All right. And on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Um I am not applying for any of those jobs, so I am going to be the host here of Kim Commando today. It is the award-winning podcast because, after all, I am the award-winning host, right? And not at Longhorn. Oh, I was going to say, you already won an award. You haven't even taken the job there <laughs> exactly. yet. Exactly. And joining me, as always, for Kim Commando today, this is our special Friday edition. We have our amazing content queen, Allie Seligman. Allie, what pearls of wisdom are you going to be sharing with everybody today? Back. Bad news, Allie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, ransomware. We know this word. We know it's bad. It's worse than ever uh, times whatever, maybe times 10, whatever you thought it was. So we're going to tell you how to stay safe, though. Uh, and then I've also got to make a way to make your Amazon account a little safer. 
Who doesn't no, want that? Yes. Everybody, yeah. everybody, including you, Andrew yes. Babinski. That's my name. I know. Like in the mornings, I hear you on my way into the studios because you are there with Beth and friends on ninety nine point nine KEZ. Right, and if you're anywhere in the country, you can download the iHeartRadio app and you can listen to us every single morning. Excellent. We get credit for that, so uh, go ahead and plug that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Have you plugged my newsletter yet? On, on my show? Yes. So my story today is... Oh, boy. Uh, oh, moving on. Oops. Moving on. Here Put you go. Put that on the to-do list. Uh, the uh, delivery robots could be weaponized. No. Dun, dun, yes. dun. Dun, dun, dun. What else you got? My tip? Yeah. I have an Amazon tip, too, but it's <gasps> not about security. It's about saving money. That's better. Lots and lots of money. We like that. We like that. We like that. Okay, so we start with the news. Now, before I do this news story, and tell me, both of you, is there anybody in your life that you don't see anymore, you don't talk to anymore, but you look them up from time to time online just to see what they're up to? Yeah, there was a, there was a young lady that I worked a telemarketing job with probably 24 years ago. Mm-hmm. That I was infatuated with. Uh, uh-huh. And I, I've definitely, this is going to sound pathetic, but when I first became single, she owns a small business and we were doing this like plug a small business. And I messaged her and I was like, hey, I'm just going to let you know I'm plugging your small business on my radio show. Did by she the respond? Way. Thanks. That's oh! it. <laughs> you got, that's a burn. Okay. That is a big burn. How about yeah. you, Al? Yeah, I think people that are, you know, old friends who I was really close with and, you know that thing where you stop being friends? And it wasn't particularly bad, but it's just like, it'd be weird if I reached out. But yeah, I'll look at you on the internet for sure. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever thought about reaching out? To some I do, yes. But you just don't? Uh, yeah, there are some people where it's just like... Uh, I don't do it I either. got enough friends. Yeah, I don't you know? have time for any more no, people No, you're just looking to see what they're up to. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah I, like, I have this guy that um, I went to... Well, I wanted to go to the high school prom with him. Oh. Okay. okay. And... Um, and then I asked him out to the prom because, you know, that, I mean, that was me then. Even you know, <laughs> okay, I just get out of the way. Right. All right? So I'm like, you know, do you want to go to the prom? And then he said, no. Why? Okay. And did you have a date? No, it was like about 10 years ago, I'm sitting there and I get an email from this guy. And he says, you know, I've been feeling really bad all these years that you asked me out to the prom and I hear you on WCBS in New York City every morning. Okay? <laughs> I'm kicking myself. He's, he was gay. Oh, and I was like, okay. oh, thank God for letting me know all these years. I thought it was just me. Instant self-esteem boost. I mean, that's a reason to say no to you. Yeah, exactly. It is. All right. So as it turns out, research says that when you do this, it gives you that feeling of reward. Like the dopamine Ooh, actually yeah. kicks in just as if you were watching something really happy and you're excited about it is that when you actually go online and you start looking at things that you used to look at before people who used to know that it gives you that sense on the inside, like, Oh, you know, I'm happy now. Sting. What about this scenario? You go to look somebody up and their accounts private mm. or you're blocked from their account. And you're like, what did I do to you? We haven't talked for years. Then you feel sad. Yes. Yes. That's not good. And then you have to message someone else and say, hey, remember this person? Well, I'm blocked from them. Can you go on their page? Because you're not going to be blocked and take a bunch of screenshots and send them to me. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it just adds up. So I, I, okay, let me ask you this. I got a DM from a person who used to work here. Okay. Probably, I want to say like 15 years ago. Wow. Okay. And she was a sales rep. Then she ended up working for the, 
a client that she called on. Okay. I think I know who this client is, but go ahead. Okay. So then she goes, works for that <laughs> mm-hmm. person. And, uh, and really, and when she quit, she's like, you know, I wasn't really sure like this whole radio thing was ever going to work out anything like that. Okay. So then she sends me a note the other day. It says, I'd love for us to put the band back together <laughs> and we could all go have cocktails because I always knew that you would make it. I always knew in my heart that this was going to be an uber successful company. Translation, Kim, I got fired. Right. Uh, are you, f- can, can I come over? So how was the night out with them? <laughs> I told her that I'm really busy. Oh, I'm that's just, too bad. I'm just, just really, <laughs> really busy. I, I don't want to be that person to say, you know what? This, this is not something that I'm just not interested in doing. Yeah, you got to lie. You well, absolutely have If to she lie. listens to this podcast, you She'll just know. did it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just want to let you know. You want us to edit this part out? <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay. She's probably not listening. She always thought it would never work out anyway. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> All right. What do you got, Andrew? So let me start with this story. I was in California and I went to, have you ever heard of Pink's Hot Dogs? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, being doing the tourist thing, we go there. I actually thought it was really cool. I thought the hot dogs were fine, but it was more of the environment, the atmosphere that was really cool. It's a landmark in L.A. And after we were done eating, we decided we're going to walk around the neighborhood. We walk up and down the street, and at one of the corners, there is a food robot. And it's this little box that has four wheels and a lid. Oh, yeah. And you open it up, and you pull your food out. Well, this thing was totally confused. It had no idea where to go, what was left, what was right. It would go forward two and then back six and then turn right and then turn left. We stood there for like an hour. But at no point was I ever worried about this thing. But what happened this week at Oregon State University is they have food robots all over campus. They deliver all the food from the commissary to the students, no matter where the students are. They could be standing in the middle of the street. You can drop a pin and the robot will show up. Well, someone put on social media that they had planted a bomb in one of the food robots. Oh, gosh, really? And the school freaked, deservedly so. Right. They rounded up all the food robots, sent them to one central location so they could figure out if this was real or not. Now, before they brought in the bomb people, the person said, oh, I was just joking. It was just a prank. Not a funny prank. Not at all. No. I mean, that's a prank that the cops get called on. That's a federal prank. But they, just the thought popped in my head, though, that someone could actually weaponize these things. That's frightening. It, it could be a disaster. I mean, there's enough yeah. crazy people out there that this is actually possible. They shut these things down for 12 hours. They were sending messages throughout the campus. If you see a food robot, run. Can you imagine? <laughs> Who would have ever thought? No. That, that-, <laughs> that is crazy. You know, um, I was driving back from LAX to Ian's house. Uh, after we like, you know, flew in from France and it was like three o'clock in the morning. Right. And we're driving through the streets and then I'm like, Ian, stop the car. Okay. Cause he was picking me up and on the streets, like outside of Beverly Hills, they had all these like scooters that were just driving themselves back to the <laughs> stations. And I thought, what the heck is that? You thought it was the end times? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because used to, they used to hire people to pick them up. No, and now, now they, they ju- just send them home. Yeah, no, they just, then these little scooters are yeah. like laying down. They get up, whoop, going home, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I bet that's really bizarre to see. It is. It's very yeah. bizarre. It's very bizarre. All right. What do you got for news? On that happy note, let's talk about ransomware uh, because it's getting worse than ever. Remember that, of course, you remember that big move it data breach. This Still resulted around. in, yes, this resulted in so many ransomware attacks. Um, but in September alone, 514 
which you think, okay, maybe not that bad. Ransomware attacks are bad. So the average, do you know what ransomware is, Andrew? Sure. You're looking at me like maybe not. I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm sucking it I all know. in. Okay, so imagine. I don't know what it is, but I tell her. <laughs> yeah, I follow If you got the newsletters every day, you'd oh know what gosh. it is. It's about time. Okay, so you're sitting there on your computer. Maybe you get an email, a pop-up, something. All of your files are locked. You don't have access to them anymore. Someone has stolen them, encrypted them, and for you to get them back and unlock your files, you need that encryption key. How do you get it? You give them a whole lot of money. Right. Okay. Um, so this year, what do you think the average loss is if your business get, gets hit by ransomware? Your business? Yes. 20 grand. Okay. I was going to go higher. I was going to say 50. $1.54 million. Ouch. How many businesses can actually pay that? Uh, not a lot. And so some of this is the ransom, right? It's the money you pay. But there's also so much time and money lost. Okay. Remember when we talked about yes. MGM? You know, they couldn't book their rooms for 22 days. Because 100, what was it, $100 million yeah. they lost? Yeah, that yeah. hurts the average right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These big ones do hurt the average. For small businesses, it is something like $150,000. Which is still, still crazy. Yes. If that's a big part of your revenue, that's so impactful. That's nuts. Um, 97% of organizations who've had their data stolen this way and encrypted, get it back. So in almost all cases, if you pay the ransom, you get it back. It is a very dangerous game though of, uh, it's kind of like the, we don't negotiate with terrorists, but you know, people usually end up doing it because it's faster. It's easier than trying to do it yourself. Using the MGM example you brought up, they got their information back. They got everything back. Now it's probably all on the dark web also, but they got it back. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And that's usually the threat, right? So if we, if you don't pay us, we're going to make sure everybody knows that this happened to you, which is what happened to MGM. Usually if you can kind of do it on the sly, yeah, they won't put all your stuff out there on the internet. Okay. We know that this is bad. Uh, how do you protect yourself and your business? The one good thing, most regular people, me, Andrew, we're not going to really be targets of this, right? Kim. Mm, I know. Me. Yeah. Businesses, for sure. Uh, higher profile people, yes. Um, because you just have maybe more money to spend as a business, um, more information that you want to keep private. So all the normal stuff, right? Your passwords, your don't click weird stuff, download weird stuff, because it's often spread that way, like malware. Um, but the real key is having lots and lots of backups of your data. Because think about it. If someone stole your stuff, encrypted it, but you have another copy. Who cares? You who just cares, cares. Just say, right? you know what? Go pound sand. Exactly. So you want one of those, especially if you if you have a business, you want one of those to be offsite in some way that can be in the cloud or it could be a physical copy that's you know kept somewhere safe. Um, make sure if you have a business, only people only have access to the things that they really need access to. That is often the reason, not because, you know, me having access to a file, I'm going to do something. But if someone gets into my account and they can get access to it. So only let people get what they need. Uh, and then there's something called, this is a very fancy cybersecurity term, zero trust security. And that, dum, bum, bum, bum. Bum. so that is the thing that annoys us all, but it actually really works. That's when you have to sign in every time. So instead of you just so always annoying. being logged in, this makes it so that, yeah, you actually have to log in every time, but it is a lot safer and so annoying. But, you know, as a business owner, we do. You have cyber insurance. Yes. Okay. And those costs have gone up astronomically. Oh, I'm sure. You know. And you may never need it. Yeah, but I may never need car insurance, too. Right. But I'm saying yeah. you, you're paying whether you get hacked or not. Exactly. Exactly. But there are ways to defer that and to lower those costs. 
and that's where you have to talk to your agent. But it's stuff like um, doing those phishing schemes to see who can fall for, you know, uh, a fake Google email, which we, by the way, we did that. We, we get one at uh, iHeartRadio probably once a month. So the last one that we sent out, <laughs> you know everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. There was <laughs> one person who fell for it. Just one? Just one person. Just was one? it Barry? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, how can that be? You know, Jeremy comes over. He's like, uh, I got good news and bad news. Good news is that just about 99% of everybody knew it was a fishing scheme. That one was your husband. I'm like, oh, darn it. You know, here's what was happened. Was it a discount ham radio website? <laughs> you know what? I used that line that you did about him having this ham radio hobby. I have used that so many times. Uh, I, I which which line? I don't okay. remember. Okay, the line was okay. So so Barry quits on top when mm-hmm. he was the number one show on KFYI. Okay, and uh, and then he goes and he gets into ham radio, and so I think you came over to the house and you saw his all of his ham radio stuff, and the guy must have had I don't know. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. He probably had 25 different antennas on the roof. And he promised me that I would never see it, which by the way, I'm like, I see all of them. Okay. <laughs> so you came over and you looked at all the ham radio stuff and you looked at Barry and you said, let me get this straight. Okay. You quit KFYI, the number one host in town. Highest radio ratings the station had in his last year there. Right. Ever. 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 Making, you said, making a half a million dollars a year. Right. Okay. To spending $40,000 on ham radio equipment so you could talk to Bob in the Green Valley, Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) And he did. And then you get the, well, well, you don't understand. Let me explain why. (laughs) Which is. Did the explanation work on you? I stopped listening. Uh, You know, and see, so in our house in Santa Barbara, his office is right next to mine. So I can hear him. I can actually hear him doing the ham radio. Doing the ham radio stuff. Do we call it hamming as a verb? I have no idea. (laughs) We should. Hey, Bear, you been hamming this morning? Hamming? (laughs) But it's like, I just want to hear like. Uh, you know, W E seven five three two. You know, uh, you know, uh, my coordinates are blah 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 blah. And then you have some guy go, oh uh, yeah, I'm five seven eight two three whatever. You know, X X X. Have you ever hammed with him? Yes. You know what? <laughs> That's I'm. So, a you know what? <laughs> so here's what. Okay, here's what I do when he's there doing it. Uh-huh. I totally freaked him out last time, and so he was sitting there talking to somebody, and I picked up a microphone. Because he doesn't use headsets. He uses mics. Okay. So I picked up a mic and I said, um, if anybody's listening, you would love my free newsletter at getkim.com. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. And he went he went ballistic. He's like, oh, my God, that's against FCC regulation. Don't you be doing that. Hey, now all the ham radio stuff's a tax write-off. You <laughs> exactly. used it for promotional purposes. <laughs> but I was only kidding. Oh, sure. That's sure. it. Yeah, it was a joke. All right, coming up, um, we have a story, true story, about uh, somebody here in our team who went to an Airbnb, and there was a hidden camera. <gasps> yes. And then you guys have Amazon shopping tips, and then I have a fairly decent joke at the end. I'm not even going to play it up that it's great, because it's not that good. I was in a hurry, but I think you'll love it. Let's practice our fake laughs so we okay, can make right sure now. it works. Here. <laughs> oh, good one, Tim. <laughs> That'll work. That'll do All right, so welcome back to Kim Commando today. And if you have not already gotten our newsletters, what do you have to do, Andrew? You get go to getkim.com and sign up. 
Because? Because it only takes two minutes a day. Is this the one where it only takes two minutes a day? It's about five minutes. About it's five okay. minutes a day to read, and I promise I will sign up at one point. I just keep forgetting. Okay. But you shouldn't forget. You sign up. Yes, over at getkim.com. Once again, that's getkim.com. All right, so I call her our magnificent Madini. Okay. Uh, Maddie is our show producer. She and picks the news with me every morning. Uh, we write scripts together. She helps me put together videos and find the people who interview. I mean, she is magnificent and Madini because she's very magical. So Maddie comes in to my office on Monday. She was on vacation all of last week, which I think I missed her a lot. We missed you so much. <laughs> we Maddie. did. We missed you. We did. We missed you so much. And she said, I have to tell you what happened on my Airbnb. And I said, hold that story. Hold that story. <laughs> Because I want you to tell all of us what happened on your Airbnb. Yeah, so I took a week off. It was really fun. But when we went to our Airbnb, I went with my boyfriend. And we went to our Airbnb. And the first thing we saw when we walked in was this crazy, like, waterfall. Crazy waterfall kept, like, streaming. And we thought someone was in the house. And then it led us to a room. A room and downstairs in the room, there was like a vibration bed. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, what? There's, a, there's, a, wait there's a waterfall. Was in yeah. Niagara Falls? So it was a really, we were in LA. It okay. was like a really cool house in Laurel Canyon. And, you know, it's really pretty. But when you walked in, there was a waterfall and it was all about the good vibes and all okay. that stuff. Okay. Oh, we, okay. And then you get so, to the, after the good vibes, you get to the vibration yeah. bed? Yeah. So we thought, you know, there was the waterfall going on. We're like, is someone in here? Because it, it felt kind of strange. So we called out, someone in here? And then we saw a room. And it said vibration room. Okay. And is it we, one of those beds that you have to put a couple quarters in? And that's then what it I just thought shakes? of too, like Vegas. Yeah, yeah it's similar. Like so we walked downstairs and there was like tanks with fish and weird stuff everywhere. And then there was this kind of vibration bed okay. and it had headphones on it. And then with the headphones, I don't know what you were supposed to do, but I think maybe you're supposed to put them on Is and go like, on the bed yeah. to get the good vibes. And there were salt lamps too everywhere. And, and I was like, this is strange. This is really weird. I'm like, this is the kind of place where someone would record you, <laughs> you know? I'm like, And then I look into the corner and I'm like, sure. Like it was right there. Right there in front of me, it was like a camera. Pointed at the vibration bed? Pointed at the vibration <sighs> bed. It was a ring cam. Oh, God. But yeah, it was pointed straight at the vibration bed. And I was like, what's going on here? So we booked it out of there. <laughs> oh, you didn't stay? <laughs> no, because I thought that was strange. You don't know where else the camera's Yeah, because there could be more cameras elsewhere, cameras in the bedroom, cameras, you know. Now, did you showers. see any pictures of any of this stuff, like the vibration no. bed or no. anything in the Airbnb listing? No, not in the Airbnb listing. It was just like... Did you try the vibration bed before no, you left? Definitely not. I, I would have tried the bed. Absolutely, I would have tried it. Do you yeah. know how it many germs just, must be I, on that vibration it's bed? All a lot. It was and I don't shaking. know. Those germs are just shaking everywhere. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, they probably wanted some stuff to go down on the vibration bed and wanted to record <laughs> it. Probably to put online or something like that, or to, for their own private collection. So I don't know. Now did you report it to Airbnb? Yeah, we took pictures. Took pictures of everything and uh, we sent it over to Airbnb. Did you get a refund? No, no, not yet. What? Because it did say, I didn't know this, but there was cameras on the property. 
So, so they did list it. They listed it, but not, you know, cameras directed in your bedroom. That's strange to me. So I don't know. Was that the that's main a bed. bedroom? No, it wasn't the main bedroom. But it was a bed. But it's a bed. You know, that's a bed still. It's it was weird to me. Okay, it's a vibrating bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What could you possibly use that for? I, have I no can't think idea. of anything. No, me either. Nothing. Well, the Airbnb ho- B&B host wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't there. He said he was on a shoot. Which I was wondering, what kind of shoot are you on <laughs> after the fact? And okay, it, don't, I mean, there's a writer's strike. I don't know if he's really on a shoot right now. <laughs> yeah, it was the, like, the writer's strike he's is over. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a photographer probably. Yeah. I don't know. It was just strange to he me. He definitely is a it's photographer. Like a, bounce, so bounce, bounce. the house was kind of like, it was in like a hippie kind of neighborhood. Well, and, Laurel Canyon's yeah. definitely out there. Yeah, it's kind of out there and it was pretty. It's really pretty, but... Like, there are salt lamps everywhere. I just thought there was something going on. <laughs> Maddie didn't want to end up on the internet on no. that vibrating bed. That's so, fair. Okay, so so safety tips, right? Always look for cameras. Yeah, and, absolutely. you know, do the old flashlight on your phone. There's also an RF detector, check wireless networks. At know, least that like one that. was in plain sight. Because, you know, there's a bunch of hidden cameras that could be all over Anywhere. the Airbnbs. Yeah. Right. And you'd have no idea. I do think it was smart, though. The first thing Maddie said was, it felt weird. I yes. felt like something was off. And so you looked around. And that's good. I think a lot of people can ignore that kind of intuition. Yeah, when I'd it's have like, jumped right on that vibrating bed. Sure. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly. I about cameras. Yeah, I think I would have. I would have tried it out. Yeah, you have to. Come on. I would be afraid of germs. <laughs> I'm wow, just saying right now. There had to have been germs. There was kind of, there was hair everywhere. In the oh. Place. And I was, it was, it was enough for me to be, I don't want to be here. No. But you found another place to stay. Yeah, go to a hotel. Okay. You know. Good. I hope you can get a refund. <laughs> but I, I did read an article that stuff like this is causing people to go back to, hotels. to hotels from Airbnbs. The fees, dealing with the owners, all these, these things are adding up and people are going back to hotels. Well, you know, I rented um, a house a couple of years ago in Laurel Canyon. Any furniture and vibrate inside Nothing. of it? Nothing. All right. Okay. I didn't know whose house it was. Okay. But it's this beautiful house on the top of the canyon with this overlooking pool. And I'm not, you know, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. And we rented it. So it was like Ian and a friend and Barry and I, we go to hang out this house. Um, and then somebody rings the doorbell and says, I have a package. And I'm like, uh, is Jeremy here? I'm like, I have no idea who Jeremy is. I'm like, just leave it. You know, and I'll make sure that it gets to the owner. And then all of a sudden, there's like paparazzi outside the the gates, and I'm like, Ian, find out who owns this house. Yeah, anyway. I guess it's either Piven. Yeah. Oh, it is Piven. Jeremy Piven. Yes, yes, renting out his house for like I don't know four hundred dollars a night. That doesn't what? say <laughs> that doesn't say a lot of good that's happening in that guy's career. I'm just saying. Hey, money's money. If he's not going to be there, just take the cash. Just it. Well, Maddie, thank you for sharing your story about vibrating beds uh, with all of us. So jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Stay safe out there, you know. All right, what do you got, Andrew? All right, so this is probably going to shock you, but I am not an Amazon Prime member. Really? I am actually shocked. Yes, I I have friends that give me passwords so I can watch football. But when it comes to the actual shopping, I don't have Amazon Prime. I don't do enough Amazon shopping. So when I do shop, I try to save as much money as possible because I have to pay for shipping. 
How much is shipping? $9.99. Why don't you just pay like the 130 bucks a year? You make big money. I don't have Amazon Prime. I don't see it as a need. I also don't have big money. So these are all things that I don't have. You do too. You make so much money. <laughs> oodles and oodles of dollars. So I, there's a couple of tips that I have when you're shopping on Amazon. First thing is Amazon has an outlet store. I don't know if, I mean, this may, may people, people know, but it's, it's a lot of clicks to get there. So I just Google search Amazon outlet. It brings you right there. These are all brand new things that are highly discounted that are just overstocked on Amazon by their third-party sellers and the Amazon basic products well, as well. Well, there's returns in there too. Now that's the Amazon Refer warehouse. Oh, oh, warehouse. So if you want to go to the Amazon warehouse, put in your item, let's say you wanted to, you know, like a stand mixer. And then right next to that, just to the left of the search box, there's an all button. Mm -hmm. Click on that and just scroll down until you see the Amazon warehouse. That's where you'll find open box return items that, again, heavily discounted when you search that way. And if you're okay, like I got my kids Halloween costumes through the warehouse. Did you? That. Yeah. They, they didn't come in boxes. They were just in bags. There wasn't the right packaging, you know, the in-store packaging, but it's the same exact thing, yeah. same exact product. And I saved like 20 bucks. So anything missing in the costumes? Oh uh, yeah. The face mask was missing and the shirt and the bottom, but otherwise it was <laughs> all there. <laughs> the other thing you can do if you don't have Amazon prime, and this is actually pretty cool. If you don't want to pay for shipping, you have to spend $35. So I normally wait until I got a couple of things I need and then it'll add up to 35. But let's say I'm just, I'm like an inch away, just 35 more cents, just a buck more. And I get the free ship shipping. There's a website called cheapfiller.com. You go to cheapfiller.com, put in the amount you're away from $35 and they will show you all the items <laughs> on Amazon that you can add to your cart. You just click on it and it, Opens up an Amazon and just hit add to your cart. So you save the $9.99. That's incredible. 36 cents is the cheapest thing on Amazon. What is it? It is a sand, a sander file cap. It's sure. this little plastic cap and it costs 36 cents. And you bought one. I, you use it as a filler. You okay. save $10. It comes in the same box and then you yeah. chuck it because I don't have any cap, sand, or filler to cap. <laughs> But you save 10 bucks. You don't even know what it is. No, it's just oh, a little piece man. of plastic. There are Kool-Aid packets on there <laughs> that are 25 cents, but <laughs> those have to come from the Amazon shopping. And so normally you, you can't cute, mix yeah. and match and you get your save. Yeah, I've done this before. But so the cheapest thing I have seen is 25 cents for a Kool-Aid packet on wow. Amazon. Wow. The other day I was trying to get similar but different. I have Prime. I was trying to get to the free overnight shipping right? and you have to spend like $25 of certain stuff. And then of course I got suckered into buying like another $20 item. Cheapfiller.com. Cheapfiller.com. You know? Right. And so, um, Barry comes to me the other day and he's like, where are the hell's a whole foods? What are you, where, where does this come from? He's like, I don't know. Amazon says I have to bring it to whole foods. <laughs> <laughs> 20th Street and Highland, Barry. I know, I told him. <laughs> Google Maps, Barry. <laughs> but it's just, but sometimes it's like, I look at him and go, you're just like the, the angry old man. Right. <laughs> Like, and when did this happen? And I, yeah. And I just, you know, I just laugh at him. You know? it's like, like, and I'm not even drinking. And you didn't even answer him. I know, I'm just like, like, okay. What do you have for us, Al? Mine's Amazon too. Security. Remember our big conversation about pass keys? 
Yes. Yes, Andrew, do you oh, recall this? Of course. <laughs> it was just a week ago. <laughs> okay, basically, we talked about it with Google. You can set it up so that instead of having to type in a password, you can authenticate yourself on your device, and then you can use your fingerprint or your face to log into your account. Now you can do it with your Amazon account. So one more place, if you don't want to have a password that you have to put in all the time, you can do that. You have to do it through the web app first. And then if you have an iPhone, you can do it with the iPhone app. No Android support yet. That will come next. Wow. So go to your Amazon account, go to the security section, look for passkey, and then you can set that up. Cool. Yeah. No more passwords. All right. Coming up, I have a really crazy story about TikTok and tattoos. All right. Okay. okay. Uh, Allie, you have a life upgrade. What's that about? I do. I am going to talk a little bit more about typing with my voice. Yay. Huh. And then we have letters from our listener mail. Letters. We got letters. And then I have a okay joke at the end. It's not that it's not that wonderful. Yeah, um, well, I think you're lowering expectations because it's going to be a banger. And no, you're just it's not. setting us up. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. It's not at all. You're doing the opposite now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that were the truth, but it's not. It's not. Hey, this is Kim Commando today. This is our Friday fun podcast and not that Monday through Thursday. It's not fun either because it is fun. And that's Kim, the Kim Commando show. That's, of course, my big radio show that's on, I don't know, over 425 stations. And, you know, I'm in the Radio Hall of Fame. Just wanted to let you know all that. Third mention of that this show? <laughs> Just Soon kidding. to be a server at Longhorn. Oh, excuse me, a host. A host. A host. I'm a host. Sorry, you're I'm, not even going to get tips. No. They're not going to trust her with a tray full of drinks were you crazy <laughs> you know what i was a hostess at hula hands yes that was my like one of my first jobs Aww. and um and that I, go for you I, I was like i was 16 years old okay. okay and so i'm working the hostess stand and it's a busy restaurant and you know of course you know i don't know anything really sure. at 16 and so um so i had to answer the phone and take reservations because they didn't we didn't have online reservations or anything then and so I, so I would just, you know, take the reservations and checking people in. I'm just doing all this like crazy things. And then I get a phone call and I said, okay, yeah, I'll take care of it. And I get on the PA system and I said, Mr. Jack me off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you have a phone call? Mr. Jack Was he there? me off. <laughs> he was busy. And yeah. everybody in the restaurant started laughing. Of and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> So I was like, oh my gosh. So it's like Mr. Jack Meehoff. You know, so sweet and innocent at 16. Did you get in trouble? No, everybody's just because I good, think good, my good. face was like eight shades of red. You know, it's like, <laughs> um, so anyway, our what the heck headline of the week. Here it is. Uh, here's the title Man tattoos his online haters on his body as revenge. Whoa. You know, this is kind of crazy. So he's, this guy has some trolls. Uh, his name's Ethan. He's a TikToker from Tampa. He's got 22 tattoos on him from online haters. And he's just opened his account. It's only a couple of, I think maybe a month old. Is and it? he's in the hundreds of thousands of followers what for does what he he's do? doing. Okay, so this guy Otis criticized Ethan for his face tattoos on his videos. And he said it would cost him a shot at getting any type of decent job. So Ethan tattooed Otis's face on his body. What? Okay. Uh, Nina called Ethan an internet bully, and so he posed as a hot blonde online, struck up a conversation with Nina's husband. <gasps> they started venting about his marriage, and his exact words, I won't be with her much longer. She's making me miserable. Oh. So Ethan 
tattooed that message on his body. Oh my God. He actually went and met him. What? Did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Best that. Buzz. Then a TikToker named Kim, that's not me, uh, got his account deleted, dropping him from 250,000 followers to 10,000 followers. And then, then he got a tattoo of her grandma flames in a fire extinguisher. That, one, that one's hardcore. Yeah, that's yeah. really it. So uh, what do you think? Do you have of- the conservative guy? No. So he got in a big online fight with an, a guy who was very conservative. Okay. And he got his upper body tattooed on him wearing a pride sweater. <laughs> a gay pride sweater. Okay, now these are real tattoos. Absolutely they are. These- and everyone's threatening to sue him. They're trying to. Why? Like their likeness Is it for stealing their. Correct. Yeah. And it's, they have no case. They no. absolutely have no case. No. I could go get a tattoo of Kim on my butt right now if I wanted to. You and sure? she's a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> I could. Can you get it someplace else? <laughs> I, I mean, could, but you, I'm not going to. Oh, see, see, you're just saying because I'm a pain in your. Well, there's layers of reasons why. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so besides uh, the hater part of this, what is his channel about? What does he, what does he do? Who is Nothing. he? Nothing. This is what he does. He is is the tattoo guy now. Yes. And he's monetized his account and he is making money. This is troubling to me for many reasons. This whole thing is weird. Well, the fact that people care that much. Yeah. I mean, if someone wants to go out and get my face tattooed on them because they don't like me, more power to you. I wonder how many people have like been his fake hater because they're like, oh, I really want to be a tattoo on this guy. Let's do it. You should try. (gasps) Yeah. How how about getkim.com? Ooh. Always bring it back. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't help it. All right. We are opening up our letters from our listener mail. Okay. Uh, Let's see. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, Kim, listen to the show each morning. Thank you. Want to know, should I download an AI app? You were talking a couple of days ago about how you wrote a small business plan with AI. I don't want to be left behind. I own a couple of businesses, a 150,000 volume Christian store and a cleaning business. They go together. Uh, would this AI chat stuff be helpful? <laughs> stuff. The AI stuff. <laughs> he's not from, he's from Denver. No more accents. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with my accent? Last That's time a Denver joke. accent. Yeah. I know. I listened to it like five times. It's hilarious. <laughs> Tom Daryl. <laughs> so the AI chat stuff. Yeah, you can use it. Fire up an account at chat GPT. And then just start typing some questions. Have you seen that AI website? This Maybe I should save this for a tip so I have to do this work for next week. But where you can write out a website on a piece of paper, just take a pencil, write out a website, design it, what you want buttons to look like, what you want them to do when the buttons are pushed, take a picture of it, load it into AI, and it spits out the HTML code. What is it called? I wow. can't remember. Talk about this next week because that's awesome. Yeah, that it is awesome. Out, so I have less work to do, please. <laughs> That's really great. It's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. It's literally pen and paper and a picture, and it turns it into a website. Okay, so I got sucked down an Instagram hole this morning on Reels that if you use that, there's an add-on. I'm going to try it. There's an add-on for Canva with yeah. ChatGPT. So you could just say, yeah. I want to create an ad for this, this, and this, and then Canva will just spit it out. Have you tried that? No, I haven't tried it. The only problem I have with it, I've definitely tried it. The only problem I have with it is the... Body parts, if you want, like, I want a person <laughs> eating a taco. They're going to have 36 fingers. Yes, that's a right. problem. And they also have, I don't know why the AI struggles with language so much, but M's like are upside down. Yes. Or yeah. they just use characters, but it's beautiful. Like it's, it's rendered beautifully, but it's not real words. <laughs> no. But I've used it. I've used the one on Canva. 
Um, a real quick tip for that person. If you are looking for the chat GPT app, there are still lots of fakes. So go to the chat GPT She's like website. like our security queen. Seriously. It's just who I am right now. Go to the chat GPT website and they have the official links to the app stores and download it there. Very good points. Very good points. Okay. Andrew, you got your letter? Yes. This is from Denny in Lincoln, California. On a recent podcast, Andrew shared a shopping comparison app. You input a product name and it gives you all the online sites selling and the prices. What was the name? Now, I did mention this website. I can't remember it. it. It's just for furniture. (laughs) It's just for furniture. Mm. It's not for everything that's available online. It is spoken.io. And because they wrote the letter, I went and I did a little research and I have an example. I looked up just an accent chair. Okay. Picked one off of Google, got the name of it. It's called the Pullman Upholstered Accent Chair. On the website, allmodern.com, that chair is $530. On hedgeapple.com, it's the same exact chair, but it's called something totally different. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, Laliette Accent Chair, $809.01. Oh, the boutique version. So this is only for furniture, but they have all kinds of furniture. Outdoor furniture, like I said, Ottomans, whatever, anything you can find on the furniture websites, they'll take it from the manufacturer, slap a new name on it and charge $300 more. Nice. So this is a way to search for it. Beautiful. Nice. That's a good one. All right. What do you got, Al? Uh, Speaking of haters. Oh, yeah. We got a note from Gabby. She sent this to Kim. Fun podcasts and full of wonderful info. Thank you. Nice co-hosts, but Mm -mm. all caps. I believe Allie's laughter comes across as fake. I'm not saying she is fake, but her laughter comes too soon. And sometimes it is too intense for the joke, in quotes, or comment. Okay, Gabby, here's the deal. I'm a scream laugher. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just a loud laugher. Um, It's not fake. Oh, yeah, I'm watching you the whole time. It's not like you're listening, watching Kim's mouth waiting for the punchline. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's just who I am, I guess. You know what? Maybe we need to lose the laughter signs. Yeah. yeah I guess oh, this, yeah. I think the, the wink. Laugh, yeah. The no, po- no, no. The signs. <laughs> the holding up signs that say laugh now. Oh, yeah. And then in post-production, they add laughs every 13 seconds, no matter if something is funny or not. Is said or not. It's like a whole yeah. soundtrack. You can get rid of that. <laughs> Maybe one. Gabby heard my laugh track. Maybe that's what it is. It's probably what it is. Yeah. Well, but we appreciate honest feedback, Gabby. No, we do. Gabby, I do appreciate that. Um, my question is, what do you want to be done about that? Because this is just my laugh. <laughs> that's just so you're is. just going to have to get used to me. Are you self-conscious about it if you're a scream laugher? She is. Uh, not anymore. Oh. I had to, I've, I've reckoned with it. My sister's a scream laugh and yeah. I can't go to a comedy club with her <laughs> because she just becomes the center of attention. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I'm not that bad. Oh, she's awful. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> All right. So then we have more reviews. We, our reviews are just pouring in. Good. I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, somebody just said it's a must five star. And then you're talking about the buddy app, how you can use that to find gas prices. Uh, let's see. Great show. Love all the tips. Let's start with simp. I have no idea what it is, <laughs> but you're entered yep. regardless of you knowing the definition. Exactly. You're eligible. Yep. Uh, second, I think of your show as a five course meal each day. I get a different course and Friday is the dessert. Well, he didn't say he didn't spell dessert. He said desert. Oh, Friday is the desert. Yes. <laughs> yes it's exactly. both. I like the a kids, Andrew and Allie. Perfect way to end the work week. I work in IT. I use many of your tips daily in my job. You make me look good. Uh, thank you for being there. And I finally joined the commando community. Oh, David in Arkansas. David, that's like a picture perfect review. Seriously. Also, the A kids. 
Look at us. The A kids? Love it. The A kids. I don't know what an A kid is. Me and you, our names start with A. Oh, I did not, not the understand that. <laughs> really? Not the oh smart kids. Oh my gosh. Really? You're not kidding? I get it now. Oh, Good thanks. one. <laughs> thanks for joining us. <laughs> um, so here's the deal with the simp. Simp means that you are a fan, right? You like yeah. everything. Uh, and that we are going to be randomly selecting somebody to get some Kim Commando swag. And this is the last episode. Yes, so they, you yeah. have to do it you now. pick a winner. And so you have to say, you have to use the word simp, S-I-M-P, somewhere in that review. And then we will randomly select whoever that is. Like, uh, this is Wilson in Arizona. Says Just says simp, five star. Love this show. And I'm a simp. That's all you need. There That's you all go. you say. Then uh, here's one, five star. I'm a simp. <laughs> okay, listen to this one. I might not be a simp for Kim Commando. Still counts because it put it in the review. Okay. I don't think so. No? <laughs> it's my show cap. I'm not putting somebody, I'm not giving somebody a show cap who doesn't like me. He's going to be wearing it going, hate her, hate her, hate her, hate her. Okay. But wait, it goes on. But I am one for Allie. Oh. Hearing her kind, upbeat voice just brightens my day. Well, what about her awful laugh, though? He says that. <laughs> he says that. He says, but her laugh is is horrendous. <laughs> but this is the part I don't understand, Jerry. I don't understand this. He ends it by saying, I look forward to singing over the next episode of this great podcast. Are we his background music? sings over the top? It's, that's what it says. I look forward to singing over the next episode of this great podcast. That had to be an Surely it's a typo. Yeah. yeah. But what is it? I look forward to... Winning? Winning my Simping? cap? Simping. Simping. It says singing. Yeah, but maybe his phone didn't realize what simping was and just changed it to singing. I think it's simping. I don't care. He still doesn't win the cap. Okay. I might not be a simp for Kim Commando. (laughs) Totally disqualified. It's not a, you know, either huge fan or hates you. (laughs) Like someone can be in the middle. Yeah. Jerry probably likes you. They can think you're just swell. Nothing more. He's not a simp. He's a simp for Allie. He's not going anywhere. But she she has a terrible laugh. We'll send him an Allie cap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. I'll make him a hat. Jerry, I'm not going to make you a hat, but thank you. No, just like write Allie on a piece of paper and duct tape it to a hat. Ooh, That's nice. It. I could get that. Done. We're on a budget. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. Last weekend, wherever you get your podcast, see if you can leave a review. Apple seems to be the place where you can leave the reviews. Allie, because you were saying like there's really no other place that you can now. I have looked everywhere. It doesn't look like on Spotify or Google or any of the other places either you can or people use it. So really it is kind of an Apple thing. That's weird. That, I, know. I know. That is weird. There used to be reviews all over. I know. So on Apple, <laughs> yes. leave us a review, use the word simp, be nice, Yep. and you have a greater chance. Show your devotion to Kim if you want a chance to win. <laughs> Maybe I'll just send Jerry Kim just to bust his chops. <laughs> and so we got a lot more coming up, so stay right where you are. I just want to give you some inside scoop about our free newsletters. Right now, you may be getting two newsletters every single day. And we are scaling back because we have read all the reviews. That's right. I read every single review for the newsletters. 
And it seems like we're just giving out too much information. So now you're only going to get one newsletter every single day in the morning. It's going to have the tech news, the top story, and some tech hacks and device advice, and always something truly funny, funny, funny at the end. And so make sure that you sign up for the podcast. Head over to getkim.com. Once again, that's getkim.com. All right, before we get to my stellar joke at the end, well, not, um, Allie, give us a great tech life upgrade. I will. Andrew, you don't know this about me. But I have carpal tunnel. Oh, no. I know. It's not fun. Horrible laugh and carpal tunnel? Yeah. How are you even married? <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe I developed all these things. I mean, the carpal tunnel is definitely new. The bad laugh, it, he just dealt with Seriously, it. Seriously, yeah. that stinks. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it does stink. I got some cortisone shots recently, and it's really helped. But one of the worst things is typing. It feels much better now with the shots. But I have been on this, like, okay, what can I do to make this easier? So I have those weird two-part keyboards everywhere. I've got those dorky, you know tall mice every, you know, at all and, my workstations. Didn't you show me like you're sleeping in something? I sleep in a brace. It's, okay. that's another reason that my husband loves me. Uh, Cause I sleep in my super cool <laughs> brace at night. Uh, but one of the things that irritates it the most that I have to do a lot of for my job is type, right? right? I'm typing all yes. day long. And so I tried in the beginning, I tried doing some of the voice stuff and it didn't go very well for me. And but slowly I realized, you know what, I can't not do this. So I have to get okay with it. And let me figure out how to make this actually doable for doing some of my work with my voice. So a few things that have helped me, I have found that Google Docs, so it has a built in, so does Word. Google Docs is way more finicky. If you pause, period. If oh, you, really? Yes. And it's so obnoxious because then you have to go back, delete the periods, make the, the next letter, not a capital. So if you are somebody that kind of pauses in your speech, um, I would go Word instead of Google Docs because it just isn't the greatest. Um, one thing you can do if it does something like maybe inserts a lot of extra spaces, which Google Docs does, you do that little control F trick to find all those two spaces uh, and then you can repeat or replace it with one. Um, I haven't had great luck with things like saying comma, period, exclamation point, new paragraph in Google Docs. It just doesn't seem to work very well. And then I end up with the word comma everywhere. It's annoying. Again, very <laughs> annoying. So I say just go through and clean up your punctuation at the end. You're really just using it to get the bulk of your thoughts out when you're talking, right? Uh, use a microphone that's close to your mouth is going to be so much better than like a webcam or a built-in uh you know, a built-in microphone on your computer. Do you use a headset with a mic? I do. Okay. Yep. And that seems to be the best. The closer it is to your mouth, the better. Um, don't yell. That is, I give this tip too for like <laughs> smart assistants. If you yell, you start to sound garbled and it has a harder time. So if you get, you know, frustrated and you're like, ah, you know, whatever you want to say, it's just going to be worse. So calm yourself down, use your inside voice. Um, and this one is one I use all the time. So often when I'm writing, so if I'm typing, right, and I know what I want the sentence to be, but there's a fact or something in it that I don't know yet. Instead of pausing, I just write it and I put a little placeholder for myself. When I'm typing, I usually do like some X's or I do TK, which is like old newspaper filler. Um, but when you're doing this with word or when you're speaking, you can say the word placeholder. So say I'm writing a sentence about, you know, Kim Commando is on. Oh, no, I don't know how many radio stations Kim Commando is on. Well, I can say you're fired. No, I do know. It's I an know, example, Kim. <laughs> but no, I could say, uh, Kim Commando is on placeholder stations in the United States. Oh. And then do that control F trick and you'll go back and just fill in all your little placeholders. So smart. Yes. That's smart. And it, it makes you more efficient, right? You're not stopping to look up every single thing along the way. Those are my tips. I hope they help. If you write with your voice, 
you probably know it's a little bit of um, an exercise in patience. It is. And you have to go back quite a bit and clean it up if it is for like some kind of formal writing. So you can use your friend AI for that, right? You can paste it in and say, hey, clean this up for me. Um, but really, you're just going to have to do it yourself. I can't even send a two-sentence text message with my voice. I can't imagine trying to write an entire newsletter. <laughs> it needs a lot of cleanup. Yeah, it, does. it really does. It's Isn't not there quite a there. website where you could just record it into your phone, upload the audio, and then it translates it to, to text? Yeah, there are several. Otter.ai is a good one. Um, yeah, that one's that one's fabulous. I like yeah. Otter.ai because if there's there are several people in the conversation, it's like, like person one, person two, person three. Yeah, that's nice. them. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right, are you ready for my joke? <clears throat> you are so ready. Get that fake laugh ready okay, to go. I was going to say, don't laugh yet, Allie. I'm winding it up. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> Guy sticks his head into a barber shop and asks, how long before I can get a haircut? The barber looks around the shop and says, mm, about two hours. The guy leaves. A few days later, the same guy comes and he sticks his head in the barber shop and says, how long before I can get a haircut? The barber looks around at the shop and says, uh, it's going to be about two hours. The guy leaves. Now, a week later, the same guy sticks his head into the barbershop and asks, how long before I can get a haircut? This time, the barber looks around the shop and says, oh, probably about an hour and a half, maybe an hour and 45 minutes. Then the guy leaves. The barber looks over at his friend in the shop and says, Bill, can you just follow that guy and see where he goes afterwards? <laughs> a little while later, Bill, the friend, comes back into the barbershop and says, I don't know, Bill. I mean, I don't know if I should tell you. And the barber says, Bill, tell me, where did that guy go when he left? He says, well, he went to your house. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's pretty good. Okay. Was that, that a good, good laugh? That was, that was a real laugh. Was it? Okay. Here, let's try again. It was, it, you know, he went to his house. <laughs> Holy oh, moly. Oh, are oh, you oh, kidding oh, me? Oh, oh, oh. Oh. slapper. All right, on that happy oh, note. Oh, because he was sleeping with his wife. Oh, my gosh. That's it. <laughs> you remember the A's, Andrew, Allie. A club. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Well, we're doing the best that we can on the budget that we have. <laughs> just saying. That's just. Well, I have so much money, so I don't even need to be part of the budget. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I have that on tape. I got that. Delete that, please. <laughs> Hey, if you have any comments for us, uh, you make sure that you send them to us at podcast at commando.com. Once again, that's podcast at commando.com. Be especially nice because everybody in the building gets a copy of it. So it's podcast at commando.com. Make sure that you review us. This is the last weekend to be a simp and to possibly win an official Kim Commando Show ball cap. And uh, thanks for being here. Tell all your friends and we'll see you next time. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.